Hi everyone, I'm Carla. And I'm Ema. And you're listening to Screensaver, a podcast about all things pop culture. Today's episode is our final installment of an ongoing series of episodes in which we reflect on the past year to discuss and rank our favorite pop culture releases. Now, we are recording this in late January, and despite the fact that we are well into the new year, we are going to keep with tradition and record this anyway. In our past year in review episodes, we've ranked our favorite TV shows, albums, and movies. If you haven't heard those episodes, make sure you do. They're great, and our lists are 100% accurate. (laughs) Today, Iman and I will be looking at the year 2017 in a wider lens, and we'll ask ourselves two questions. Who made it on our 2017 leaderboard? And most importantly, who won the year? We've posed these questions for the past few years, and we've also discussed our biggest letdowns. Iman, is it okay if we do away with the biggest letdowns this year and just skip ahead to our shining beacons of hope instead? Yes, I think our list of letdowns would take up way too much time anyway, so let's stick to the positives and talk about our leaderboard. Alright, cool. For those listeners who might not be familiar with our Who Won the Year episodes, our leaderboard is a comprehensive list of all the individuals or teams who, in our eyes, had an exemplary year and stood out in their respective fields. It's a Hall of Fame of talent and inspiration, and in previous years, our leaderboard has featured people like Michael Peña, Oscar Isaac, Michelle Obama, and Marshall Ali. This year, we've broadened the base even further to include top talent in comedy, podcasting, sports, and literature in addition to movies and music. It's a long list this year, Iman, so how about we dive right in? Who's first on the 2017 leaderboard? In the category of podcasting, Mallory Rubin and Jason Concepcion's Binge Mode. Yes. Have we mentioned our love of binge mode on this podcast yet? Once or (laughs) twice. Or a billion times. (laughs) Mallory and Jason are model examples of how enthusiasm can be contagious. Something that we strive to do here on Screensaver (laughs) with varied effects. In 2017 alone, they've gotten us to be excited about HBO's Game of Thrones, started multiple science fiction slash fantasy book series, including A Song of Ice and Fire and The Kingkiller Chronicles, and have us counting down the days until their Harry Potter version of binge mode starts in spring. I don't know about you, Carla, but I am definitely hoping that Harry Potter binge mode makes it to our 2018 leaderboard. I have a good feeling about it. I'm pretty sure it will. But moving on to our next category in our leaderboard, comedy. My pick goes to Stephen Colbert. Nice. There was a time on this very podcast where you and I listed Stephen Colbert's Late Show as one of our letdowns a few years back. Oh, how the turntables have turned. (laughs) This was a huge year for Stephen Colbert, 
as he consciously made the decision to reinsert his sharp political commentary into his show's framework. I loved being able to turn to his monologues this year regardless of how frustrating the real news could get. And a lot of other people seem to share the same opinion. In 2017, Colbert dethroned The Tonight Show as the number one show in late night, which is a pretty huge deal. And I, for one, am really happy to see him at the top of his game again. Man, it sounds like I'll have to start watching The Late Show. I've been (laughs) late to the game. My nomination for comedy this year, this one kind of follows up on my nomination two years ago for Trevor Noah, and now includes none other than Hassan Minaj. Ooh, I like that. If you don't know him by name, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) No. (laughs) If you don't know him by name, honestly, you probably recognize him as either a correspondent from The Daily Show, as I mentioned, or more famously this year, as the first host of a Trump White House Correspondents' Dinner. Mm-hmm. Trump didn't even show up to that. <laughs> but Hassan was there, making a really great argument for immigrant children and just, I don't know, minorities. The First Amendment. The First Amendment, yes. He's actually been around for a while But his release of a Netflix stand-up special slash one-man show this year, it's called Homecoming King, you should definitely check it out, stood out to me even more than the Correspondence Dinner. It made him skyrocket to the top of my list and made me especially amped to see what he does next. Yeah, this definitely felt like a breakout year for Hassan. I haven't seen Homecoming King, but I'm excited to check it out do it. Now moving on to our next category, film. My pick goes to Jordan Peele. We mentioned him in our movie episode last week, but it deserves reiteration. Jordan Peele dominated in 2017 with a movie nobody saw coming. Get Out was his solo directorial debut. It is the third highest grossing horror movie ever, behind only The Exorcist and Hannibal, and it broke the box office record for the most profitable movie of 2017. And to top it all off, his debut film was just nominated for an Oscar under the Best Picture category. A horror movie! That's unheard of! Anyway, Jordan Peele had a great 2017 because he accomplished all of this entirely on his own terms. Great, great choice. My addition for the movie category is actually going to be the writing slash kind of acting duo Kumail Nanjiani and Emily V. Gordon. Recently nominated for an Oscar, this married (laughs) duo produced an incredible film that was revolutionary in its story and in the way that it was produced. Hmm. Their movie tackled sickness and family, love and relationships in such a unique and resonant way. I am so thrilled to see them getting the recognition they deserve and just want to see them living their best life in 2018. Yes. All right, turning to the music category, 
I know we spent a good portion of our top albums episode singing Kendrick Lamar's praises, but my leaderboard pick under the music category this year is actually going to go to Rihanna. Nice! Apart from appearing in so many of the most memorable singles of the year and rapping, Rihanna evolved beyond the musical sphere. She created a great makeup line with Fenty Beauty, and I think she is single-handedly trying to bring back some of the funkiest styles from the 90s and early 2000s. And she's somehow making tiny color-tinted sunglasses look cool. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, that that's winning if I've ever seen it. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the literature category with a nomination of my own, and this is for Ta-Nehisi Coates. From mm. Twitter beefs to authoring comic books to essay collection releases, it felt like Coates was in the news pretty consistently last year, from January to December. And given the state, Congress, and society at large are in, I really welcomed it. Coates offered us insightful commentary on systemic injustice and white supremacy in a year with more of each than we'd ever have wanted in our lives. Mm -hmm. And though he's often criticized for the lack of hope in his writing, I'm very okay with not shifting the burden of finding a solution onto his shoulders. And I'm just grateful that he seems to be sticking around. Yeah. I remember there was a period in time where he literally appeared in almost every podcast I subscribed <laughs> to. It was great. Yes. All right. Now we have reached our final category, sports. And the one thing that we claim to talk about <laughs> on Screensaver and rarely get a chance to. Lay it on me. Okay. We've got to give a shout out to the LA Dodgers. Baseball! <laughs> All right. I've got to state the obvious here at the top. The Dodgers did not win the World Series this year, but they accomplished something even more impressive for our screensaver standards. They made us care about baseball for the first time ever. It was glorious while it lasted and painful when it ended, but it was a win for them nonetheless. Come Completely agreed. <laughs> All right, Iman. Now we have to shift the conversation to the big question everyone's wondering. Who won the year? This is a tough one. Last year, we nominated Lin-Manuel Miranda because it was such an obvious choice. But this year, even in our conversation up to recording this, yeah, it was a bit of a struggle. My nomination for who won the year, because for the first time in our screensaver year-end series, we're offering different opinions, mm -hmm. is going to have to go to Kumail Nanjiani and Emily V. Gordon. Ooh, very interesting. Tell me why. My reasoning behind this is that while I know they will come out with more amazing content, and I'm pretty sure there are things in the work already, mm -hmm. The Big Sick was their one shot to tell their incredibly unique love story. And to have it received so well when it was a risk to produce is 
incredible. We have to remember that both of them, although they were somewhat known in niche comedy clubs, were relatively unknown names when this movie came out. I think Kumail's biggest credit was probably Silicon Valley on HBO as the kind of dry sidekick character in the background. Yeah, Dinesh. Dinesh. But now they've risen to quasi-superstardom in a way that just feels very wholesome and appreciated by both of them, which is also really fun to see. Another argument for making them winners in 2017 specifically is that this movie, a movie about cultures clashing, but mostly and overwhelmingly meshing and uniting and overcoming came out in the same year as a the Muslim travel ban. Mm-hmm. What better foil to the deranged tweets of our president <laughs> than a romance about love triumphing over cultural divides? I recently heard a quote that says that talent is hitting a target no one else can hit and genius is hitting a target no one else can see. Mm. To me, the big sick was a target no one else even knew they needed. None of us could see it. But when it came out, it hit me in the feels and (laughs) I just, it was right. So I, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be happier for them, and I think that this was their year for all those reasons. Speaking of politics, I also want to throw in a shout-out to Kumail's Twitter. It's very funny, and he does not hold back in offering cutting commentary on contemporary politics, which is, I have to say, something of a risk for a new actor, but also in 2017, I'd say it's more of a risk not to be commenting on this stuff. So yes, shouts to the both of them. Yeah, he is anything but complicit. Yes. I love this pick, Iman, and it feels like it's one that came from the heart. Yes. My pick is a little bit more pragmatic. I think this will come as a bit of a surprise, but I actually think My pick for who won the year goes to Stephen Colbert. Can't argue with numbers. (laughs) He's not necessarily my favorite contribution to our leaderboard, but he stands out as one of the most consistent and obvious winners in a year that has been otherwise dominated by the man currently occupying the White House. Here's my argument for this. When we think back on 2017, we'll probably remember it as the year when politics bled into all aspects of our life, including our entertainment. And when I consider who was able to adapt and respond to what that entailed, few people did it as well as Colbert himself. I don't know how popular of a pick this will be, but it feels accurate. And I know Sanam will appreciate it. (laughs) Can't argue with that. (laughs) All right, Iman. Well, it's clear 2017 will be memorable for a number of reasons, but I'm so glad we dedicated a few episodes into reviewing some of our favorite aspects of it. I know they're always recorded way later than intended, but Our year-in-review episodes are always among my favorites, and I'm glad we squeezed them in this year. It's really fun to have 
time set aside to actually sit and reflect and process the last year. And in our defense, we do it well before the Oscars and they only have to deal with movies. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like that. Okay, well, that does it for this mini episode of Screensaver. If you have any thoughts you want to share with us on our leaderboard or on our picks for who won the year, be sure to connect with us on Twitter at ScreensaverPod and like our Facebook page, Screensaver Podcast. And as always, you can check out other episodes of Screensaver on iTunes. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.